We're back with the Dr. Z show. We're snack with the Dr. Z show. Crack a lack with the Dr. Z show? Where As is you can see, Brenna has joined us, and Abby has sort of joined us, like she always sort of does. Um, she floats in the background. So, I apologize for lying to everyone and saying that we were going to have wedding bits. Because we didn't have any wedding bits because we holy did shit. nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't even get married. Like nope, just, nothing happened. Everything was rescheduled for another time. No, uh, my wife and I did get married uh, again. You had a wedding. You did. We had, we had a wedding. We had our wedding. Both Brenna and Jacob were there. Jacob was my best man. Brenna was a groom's Ooh. man. Groom's bride. Room's maiden. Yeah, that thing. Uh, so she gets a double dip of presents between Claire and I. Um, Not that I but, asked you to do that. Well, you don't ask. That's part of the tact. Anyway, right. regardless, we uh, did not do any bits or anything. There were times when I was like, we could do a bit right now. And then I was like, I'm fucking tired. It was packed. It was a packed weekend. Jam-packed, yeah. I mean, I will say... I mean, we could have eaten less peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, well, but you never want to mess with the ratio of the peanut butter and the jam. I mean, running just... an hour behind on Thursday was also not ideal. Okay, well, that's because you all went to Gaithersburg. <laughs> anyway, <Hey>. not <laughs> the point. Not the point. Uh, she's already probably going to murder me for talking about it too much. But joke. What? The sandwich joke was I, it was valid. Yeah. Appreciated it. It's fine. I did. Yeah. I was yeah. having a sandwich joke. Anyway, so we didn't do that, but we're back. Hello. And we can talk about it because we're like. Because I had some sleep finally. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So I gotta ask you guys. Best parts of the weekend, the whole, well, week, weekend. Uh, we'll start with Jacob, because he was the best man. Sorry, brother. Mm. Best, part of, huh? best part of the whole weekend. Uh, lasagna. Stab you. If I say what? Lasagna? lasagna? I mean, it was the best version of your, like, out of all of the was really lasagnas good. that I've had... The chicken. The You're talking about the chicken lasagna? Sorry, not the chicken one. Just like the, the regular one. Red. The, yeah, the regular one. That was the best incarnation of it I've ever had. I know it's I like the know. same recipe, but it was particularly good that time. I don't know. Uh, the chicken Alfredo one was. It was, yeah, the chicken Alfredo was very good. But The chicken um, Alfredo one was dope. I had that and I was like, <laughs> I'm going to go and steal another piece. Just so I can have this later. Were you paying attention when Isabel was like yelling at everyone to go eat, and your mom, sister, yeah, and when you pulled out, and when your mom pulled out both of the lasagnas, and I like turned to your mom and I said, "Hmm, this shit smells dope." <laughs> and Isabel, yeah, said, my mom was like, <laughs> "Well, then Isabel was like, that might be the highest compliment you can receive." <laughs> yeah, my mom was like, she pulled me aside later. She was, like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> I was like, I can't really explain it to you because it involves drugs. And she's like, does you drugs? I was like, no, mom. No. Dope it's... is just a word we all use in the English language. 
But it used to mean drugs. Like it used. Hey, yeah, it did. It used to mean drugs, it and then, then it so, means something else, means and now it means God. marijuana again. It, it still means cool, rad. Have yeah, to now informed me that it means Coca Cola in some parts of the South. You have to get deep Appalachian. That's diet dope. That's and West Virginia. Like, yeah, really old. West Orange Virginia. vanilla dope. <laughs> anyway, right. West Virginia is now the Deep South. Um, it really is though. Let's let's be honest. Although, so weird weird thing. Weird very northern. Weird thing about West Virginia being the Deep South, though, is that it originally became West Virginia because it was part of the North. Like, it was part of Virginia, and then it separated, and it wanted to be, like, part of the North uh, during the Civil War. But now we're like, oh, them hicks. Because we had a bunch of carpetbaggers come down from the North and take over, like, the entire upper half of Virginia. Yep. This has been your educational bit of the Dr. Z show. Now we okay. resume now our regularly scheduled so nonsense. Now, <laughs> this isn't nonsense so much. To answer your actual question of best part of the weekend, um, I actually, uh, when we were at, when we were like at the, I don't know, I, I cheered up a little bit when Claire walked in. I was so happy. Oh, at the for ceremony? You. Yeah. I was really happy for you both. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I. I thoroughly enjoyed that part, of course, um, but I had I to would hope so. clench every muscle in my body uh, to avoid, like, having a heart attack and, like, keeling over. I mean, you should see it. So. Sobbing. Um, so, okay. So, Claire's entrance at the, the wedding itself. Uh, Brenna, your turn. I mean... I've just kind of enjoyed being around, like, all of these people who, like, care about you two, and, like, we just got to, like, celebrate you two. Just the varying moments in it, like, so all us hanging out, having a good time, kind of, for a single purpose. That's kind of what I like most about weddings, is, for, like... For a married purpose. Yeah, it's, like, you get to, like, okay. celebrate your... <laughs> you get to like celebrate your friends. Okay. And how like cool they are. Yes, unfortunately, Abby will never let us forget that she did not feel good that weekend and was sick. Yeah, yeah. but they're never gonna forget that you had no voice at their wedding. Yeah. Well, yeah, because there's so many videos of me going. <gasps> That was very, very tragic. <laughs> there are, though. There are. There are. There are. They I are. did also appreciate Jacob's eight-minute-long best man speech. It was very... It was, was it really eight minutes? It eight. was very long. <laughs> I was sitting eight next to Jonathan. Yeah, I was eight and a half. I was sitting next to Jonathan, and I just kept looking at the time because he was recording it. I just kept looking down like, it's been that long? It's been that long? Jacob. <laughs> I over-prepare. <laughs> you... But you also under-prepare. <laughs> it's, it's like you generally over-prepare, and then when it comes to the specifics, you're like... If I... <laughs> <laughs> I under-prepare if there's no time limit, and I over-prepare if there is... Anyway. It happens to me in church a lot. Like, I'm supposed to give a talk for, like, only 
they're like, okay, like, please, you only speak for like eight to 10 minutes or whatever. And then it's like at the 14 minute mark. And I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> and I was like, I thought I underprepared for this. Anyway, it was very nice. Too much. You had 59 anecdotes. I did have 59 really anecdotes. Not all spoken. Um, yeah, because we would have, we would still be there. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yes. Um, Send a collections plate around to keep like renting the uh, country club. <laughs> I'd have to order more pizza. <laughs> I actually had the last bit of the. Oh, I actually, oh. actually had the last bit of the leftover pizza today. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Now I have to run for. I I have to get into politics and become a senator so that I can fill No. Us. No. Stop. No, you stop. would nail a filibuster. <laughs> Okay, well, I just, it doesn't have to be a senator. I can just be anything where I can filibuster. I will. I could, like, join a, a school board or something. <laughs> don't filibuster the school board. I don't know. I don't know what, like, legal or what, um, le yeah, what legal bodies exist where filibusters are allowed. You should just Google. Makes it sound like lawyers are like, <laughs> animated. Legal bodies. Yeah. Um, what about you, Anthony? What's your favorite part? Actually getting married to my wife. Um, contrary to everyone's popular belief that swing dancing was the best part of the weekend. Although it was a great part of the weekend. Um, but actually being married to my actual wife uh, is the best part. In the eyes of both the government and Jesus. And the Jesus. And Jesus. I didn't say the Jesus. Although, speaking of uh, Jesus, it was very hilarious to see the people that don't normally go to church and their uh, general confusion about what to do with the Jesus. Uh, our friends from high school in particular held them up to one another and were like, do we... Do we eat? Are we? Did you call communion a wafer's Jesus? Yes. <laughs> Doesn't everyone call them that? There's a severe lack of. of no, but I think we will from now on. <laughs> Jesus, you heard it here first. Um. What up, slur? Weird jump cuts. Um. So, the the last. Uh, point I want to make about the wedding and wedding weekend was today was well context um, of course everyone uh, that I work with knew that I was off for a total of six days uh, and I made sure everyone knew why I was off uh, so that they would not bother me while I was off um, but I got to tell the first person uh, that had some issues with my marriage to go fuck themselves today because hello um, because one of the people, I guess he can, you can say that he's a person I work with. You both know who I work for, so, or the company that I work for, so why saying that he's sort of a co-worker makes sense? Yeah. Um, so he was like, oh, so, like, how was your wedding? And I was like, oh, it's good, it's good. And he's like, uh, how's, like, you know, having a wife? I was like, it's great, like, like, Big 10 fan. out of 10, would recommend. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, oh, like, isn't she like, you know, having to do all this stuff now? And like, I was like, 
what are you talking about? He was like, well, like, you gotta, like, listen to her all the time. I was like, Kevin, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, I've been with her for almost six years total. Like, what are you talking about? He was like, well, he, like, started to see his argument unravel. And I was like, I listen to her because I, like, respect and love her. That's why we got married. Did you get closer to the camera? Did you actually, like, you're just like... No, I did get closer to him, and I was like... Kevin, hey. I was like, is what I'm saying making sense to you? And he was like, uh... I'll talk to you later. I was like, you won't. Go fuck yourself. Like... He was like, I, I understood where he was going and like the joke that he was trying to make, but I just wanted to watch him like watch it unravel. Yeah, destroying people's hopes and dreams is like one of the things that I live for because I'm a monster. Um, and speaking of destroying I hopes and dreams and being a monster, I only do that in board game. Well, yes, I will also say before we do that, I'm sorry, that beautiful, amazing segue. I'm now playing the fun segue. game. It's a great segue. We can go back to it. We're putting a pin in that segue. This is me putting a pin in that segue. I'm playing the super fun game now of sort of coming from back from that wedding. Make you get interested. That's the game I'm playing now. No one asked me that after Jacob's wedding, actually. Everyone maybe is asking. Because, maybe it's because Claire and I were already engaged. But so now are people like on you and Lewis about her boyfriend's name is Lewis. Hi, Lewis. He probably doesn't watch the show. Whatever. Anyway, point. <laughs> are, are people like on you and Lewis now about like, oh, when are you getting married? Oh, like, is it gonna happen? Oh, is like he gonna propose and they're getting closer to you when they're saying it? Yeah, yeah. Actual factual though, like. Actual factual. I mean, oh. I also work in an office full of fifty-year-old women, so. Oh, oh, that's <laughs> first. It's over for you. My mom was surprised that I was inviting Jacob to my sister's wedding back when that was happening because okay, literally, was... I thought you were gonna say that you. She was surprised that you invited Jacob to your wedding, and I was like, <laughs> that sort of like required my wedding back before we were engaged because she thought that it was like a fairly serious date type thing especially i mean i drove day. 13 hours to yes. california so yes i did not imagine <laughs> yeah, I remember you leaving for that you were like i gotta go to california tomorrow and i was like dude fucking for what like that's not a close distance yeah <laughs> I, was, I was in california for the last time that i spent traveling to it and for that i'm very sorry <laughs> that's the fucking worst though you weren't yeah, even there yeah. 13 hours yeah, 13-hour 13, 13 drive, I was there for, I got there at 5 p.m., and then we left at, like, 11 a.m. the next morning. Uh, see, I wouldn't even do that. You clearly <laughs> love your wife more than I do. Maybe I love you, but I'm not driving to a place for a longer time than it will, than I will spend at the place. That is what we did when we went to New Hampshire, but see, that's the difference, is we went to New Hampshire together. So we suffered together. Well, you should... All your trips should be to the DMV, then, if that is your qualification. Fuck you, Jacob. I hate the DMV. <laughs> because you'll own... Except, in, except here DMV, in Crabland, they call it the... What's it called? The, the MVA, because of crab people have do. to be different. No, because 
the, because the Maryland thinks that they're the greatest state in the world when actually they're no just one, kind of terrible. Everyone, everyone that's ever been born and this is a weird we're way off topic but everyone that like like i used to hear people be like oh i want to find someone who like loves me as much as i love being from maryland and like when i lived literally anywhere else i was like i don't understand what that means and now that i live here i'm like i totally fucking understand so what that here's means. The thing. okay okay but here's, here's the thing the no, no, no here's the thing i don't think I don't think my wife could love me and I could love her as much as anyone loves being who is from Maryland loves being from Maryland because people love being from Maryland so fucking much. And I'm like, I'm like, look, you are from Maryland. Why do you love being from Maryland? I love how much you guys hate Maryland. (laughs) Not nearly as much as people from Maryland love being from Maryland. It's ridiculous. There's... So that's how, no, like, okay, so I'm learning, that might be a weird Virginia thing where we just don't care about our state a lot. Because okay, so I'm from Virginia, though. I'm from the state where people hated it so much, they went to the fucking moon. Well, that's fair. But you spent a large portion of your life in Virginia. So you can attest, I've spent the you can most, attest to the, I've spent the most singular time in Virginia. The formative, that's the formative years in Virginia. Like, we we can all attest to the fact that Virginia we like I like Virginia, but am I like ride or die Virginia's for lovers and I love Virginia? Actually, I mean it's fine. But then I meet people who are like from Indiana and from Kentucky and from Texas, and you're just like, love people. Yes, people love being from Texas. People. Texas sucks though it's people from indiana also think indiana is the greatest state in the world and i do not know what they put in the water there what to is make from think indiana that. gary indiana gary indiana. <laughs> crime crime um wait crime so is from indiana crime I'm, the first crime ever committed <laughs> was committed in indiana <laughs> ever in the history of the world Virginia, though whenever i see virginia license plates I'm always like, yeah. yeah there's always like a part of me that's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy to see, like. Well, they're much more rare I, here. I, I feel, yeah, I feel. Yeah, that, I would think they're rarer in Utah. Yeah, like it's an it's a hop skip and an eight hour drive from Virginia to Kentucky. It's uh, you know, yeah, I know. a hop skip. Okay. Well, so okay, so how how much do people from Utah love being from Utah? They, I don't think anyone cares. They don't. They don't. They're like, yeah. oh, whatever, Utah. They would sure. like Nevada. They, they, don't, like, they don't hate their state, but I don't know anyone who's been like, oh, like, I love being from this part of Utah. They're just like, oh, I'm from this part of Utah. Um, And also, when people would ask me, like, oh, what did you do growing up? Like, what was there to do around where you grew up? I was like, uh, I don't know, museums and stuff, maybe. I, <laughs> I was like, I mostly just kind of, like, hung out with friends and went to high school and have the internet like you don't realize how you don't realize how much there is to do in until like, you leave until you, you leave how many fucking years did i say this jacob how many years did i say this when people were like oh i'm in such a fucking hurry to leave virginia and then they were like i miss virginia so much like I don't because, you saying no, these words i used to say that shit all the time probably not to you See, this, okay, here's the difference. Probably not to you, because you weren't like, oh, I can't wait to leave. You were like, 
it's fine being here. <laughs> Usually people are like, oh, I can't wait to leave. And all right, I'll see you when you get back real fucking soon. Sorry, I have see, a lot of like pent up rage yeah. about this. Well, and like, what, what baffles me is like, people are like, here, they're like, I love coming to the big city to do things. And I'm like, there's 300,000 people there. There's 300,000 people here. There's three. There's only three hundred thousand people in in the square in the sixty five foot square mile like lo, like Fayette County. Oh God. Yeah. Well, I and, and, and that's small. Yes, and then people are like, "Well, you're from a town of one hundred and fifty thousand." I'm like, no, "Yes, you'll fuck in, no a 15, in a fifteen mile radius, do you that fast." <laughs> County. Yeah. Like county of Fairfax. You know how many people live there? It's, you know? it's like five hundred thousand or something? No, no, no. Is it a million? Good good guess. Jacob, how many people live in Fairfax County? Uh eight hundred and fifty-five thousand. Claire, how many people live in Fairfax County? <laughs> she says well over a million. Two <laughs> fucking million people Jeez. live in Fairfax County. Yeah. Two million. Yeah, and a hundred. a lot of motherfuckers. And hundred and fifty thousand like, of them are cramped sure in this little area in the in the city of Alexandria. <laughs> That's a lot of people, and people are like, uh -huh. "Oh, why is Virginia always blue?" Because like most of the state lives yeah. in like three counties. Yes. Washington. I have a lot of feelings about this. Um, um I don't even yeah. know if Kentucky. Okay, Kentucky. Kentucky has four point four million people. In the entire state. That's the, the whole entire state. state. The yeah. whole state. I, have I told you my favorite fun fact about Kentucky? We will come back to your beautiful segue. We will. But have I told you my favorite fun fact about Kentucky? Favorite fun fact about Kentucky. Now, with all fun facts, I have to ask, is it actually fun? Yes. <laughs> is it Jacob fun or is it real fun? It is a fascinating <laughs> and hilarious statistic. Jacob fun. Got it. <laughs> so... The top three cities, <laughs> population-wise, population are Louisville, Lexington, and Bowling Green. Yeah. When the, U the University of Kentucky's football stadium is at maximum capacity, oh, no. it becomes the third largest city in Kentucky. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh gosh, people really love football. That's interesting and terrifying. Because <laughs> there's like a million and a half people in Louisville. There's 300,000 people in Lexington, and then there's like 50 something thousand in Bowling Green. And then when the 64,000 person UK <laughs> football stadium is at full capacity, it becomes the third largest city in Kentucky. That's. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite. I don't know what to do with that information. <laughs> Laugh at it? I don't know. Uh, go on Jeopardy. <laughs> go on Jeopardy. With yeah. just that piece of just that fact. No, no other knowledge. the game, lock all the exits. Yeah. And now it will stay the third biggest city. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we create an but football fans. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The hold on. Let me double check my. Let me let me fact check this. I don't want to be giving you uh, incorrect information. Kroger Field. 
Okay, see, so yeah, now I want to know the now I want to know the the ratio. I'm not gonna look this up because I'm lazy. But now I want to know the ratio between like the city of Columbus and Ohio State's football stadium. Cause like I'm sure football oh, Kentucky Green, is like Bowling Green's gotten bigger. You know what? Okay, Bowling Green's gotten bigger. Like, football in Kentucky is like real important. Everybody it's, loves it there. But like uh, Ohio no, State basketball. football is a fucking religion. Uh basketball's a religion here. Okay, yeah, uh-huh. like, Ohio State football is a religion, so well, that stadium you, how, how, is how, how, always fucking full. It's only become full in recent years because we stopped being terrible. But bowling is also apparently a very important sport in Jacob. Kentucky. Bowling Green, that where the that's where the uh, the Bowling Green Massacre happens. Do you guys remember the Bowling Green Massacre? No, no. none of us were alive. <laughs> no, it's it didn't happen. That's the the meme. That's the joke. But people, it, because yeah. none of us were alive when it happened. You said it didn't happen. bro. <laughs> that's why I didn't. That's why. I, never mind. I feel like we were fully prepared for that to. Like to believe that that was the thing. I was. I, was you I know just, somebody stopped watching the show right then, and they were like, "Oh." I assumed. I assumed that it was one of those like I'm from Kentucky, and therefore I know this things. Like yeah. how. Not. Bruno's not even from Kentucky. No. So like. Well, I mean, like she knows people who are from Kentucky, and they probably would have shared that information. I know. With I like, know. Oh yeah, the Bowling Green. Must be 120. So. Because there are 120 also, counties in Kentucky. Died in that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nelson Mandela died in 1996. Bernstein Bears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very important things. Let's talk about the Sonic movie. Okay, so speaking <laughs> of the monster, that is speaking of the monster. That, um, I don't remember the segue. Yeah, I remember vaguely, like, what the segue was, and then it involved someone being a monster. Yeah, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. So, Anthony, you haven't seen it yet, have you? No, and you guys can spoil it, because I'm sure what ha- Okay, here's- here's- here's what I think happens in the Sonic movie. (laughs) Yeah. Sonic- Here's what I think happens, based on the trailers, because I watched the trailers. So, Sonic, somehow, he either, like, connects with the speed force of whatever the Sonic universe is or whatever, or something happens with Dr. Robotnik, and he gets, like, transported to the real world, which is not the same Sonic. No, stop saying that! I'm just assuming. I'm making wild assumptions. (laughs) Well, you know what they say about assuming. And he's in the real... Fuck you, too. He's in the real world. Whatever. Not the the weird world and the Sonic world are separate. And then he makes friends. He makes weird, like, somebody finds him in their, like, garage or whatever. And they're like, oh, what the fuck? And he can talk. And they're like, what the fuck? And then he's, like, never referred to as a hedgehog. He's just, like, like this weird creature that can move real fast stop shaking your heads oh, i'm assuming you're wrong <laughs> this is my you got this is my plot of the sonic movie and then he wrote he ropes his sonic root ropes his like tails is never mentioned and he ropes his new friend into um like 
needing his help to defeat Dr. Robotman because this person is the most mediocre man that has ever lived. And, like, the most interesting thing about him is he's friends with Sonic the Hedgehog. And then he defeats, he helps defeat Dr. Robotnik, and everyone lives happily ever after until they inevitably make way too much fucking money from the Sonic the Hedgehog movie and have to make Sonic the Hedgehog 2. So, yeah. Jacob, I want to start this. Knuckles. And if Knuckles isn't introduced in this movie, I don't want to fucking see it. I want to start this. Sonic 2, I don't want to fucking see that either. I only care about Knuckles. Jacob, on a scale of 1 to 10, what do you give this movie? What do you give because Sonic the Hedgehog? Okay, okay. I, Knuckles like, for, Sort of. He might be. What do you he mean? might be. He's he either in it or he's not. Again. Well, the thing is, they set it up like there's uh there's like this tribe that's hunting Sonic, and they look like there's echidna. a tribe of echidnas hunting hunting for Sonic's power. So okay, okay, okay. Oh no, they've created the Sonic the Hedgehog cinematic movie universe. Yes, they have. Are you yes. shitting me? That was a joke. No, no. So if oh, he does, no. uh, they make a sequel. It there's potential for it to be very good because this was a good movie. This was um, okay. For for a kids. For a kid's film, I will couch it in there. I give it, like, an 8 out of 10 for a kid's movie. For a movie. kid's movie. For, like... An overall movie. Film. If you're for, like, overall movie, maybe, like, a 5.5. Um, but it was fun, and I enjoyed it. And ultimately, that's what matters. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give this movie, like, overall, like, a 6.5. Um, okay. You get over, like, that they've set up the Sonic the Hedgehog cinematic... Like, I, I will say... There are two things that ruined this movie for me. The one, the start, the fact that the movie starts with they I bet you're wondering how I got here. Okay, oh my okay. gosh. Yeah. That's not a all but a record scratch away from <laughs> yeah, So I bet you're right. wondering how I got here. Like we were all but a record scratch away. And then the oh. weird amount of product placement. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so really there's only three there's only three problems with this movie. One yes. that you mentioned, two, Olive Garden. Specifically Olive Garden product placement. <laughs> okay, actual actual lines from the movie. You know I like going to Olive Garden, because when you're there, cut to other conversation in the phone call, your family. Actual line in the movie. No no no, uh, no, no. Line. my favorite my favorite okay. is they saved the day. Some... They saved the day. And what does the US government give them? A $50, $50 Olive Garden gift card. card. Have you tried their un- Have you tried their never-ending pasta bowl? They're amazing. Okay. That's okay. 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 Because I've not seen the movie, but I've seen this other movie. Did any of you watch the gritty Power Rangers reboot movie that they no. made? No. Yes, I did. Okay. Is there more product placement? You're on this side of the screen for me. Is there more product placement? For Olive Garden in Sonic... This is a sentence I never thought I would have to say. Is there more product placement for Olive Garden in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie than there is for Krispy Kreme in the Power Rangers Gritty Reboot? I think... So there's two... There's three... There's three mentions of Olive Garden. There are two product placements. No, there's way more in Krispy Kreme. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. I think there's way more. There's several Zillows, so Zillow references. There's no yellow references. 
all of the references. What? Mellow yellow. People still drink yes. that shit. Yes, it, it came still, back. They it's still been, make it. Yes, it's very popular in Kentucky. It's wildly popular in Kentucky. Do you know how many times every day I got asked at Jimmy John's, do you have mellow yellow? And I had to to say no. Every single time, because we didn't have mellow yellow. (laughs) What is mellow yellow? Is it like like weird Mountain Dew? It's like Mountain Dew and Sprite had a baby, and it tastes more lemony. Okay, wait. So, uh, yeah, I forgot about the other product. That's horrible. The other bad part of the movie is the two times that Sonic flosses. Yeah, no, that one's that twice. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's too. That, I'm not saying this. Okay, you know what okay. bothers me about flossing is the flaily wrists, like the dainty wrists he does while he's doing it. Like his arms are noodles while he's oh, doing it. He doesn't floss quickly. No, it's slow. Yeah. He's flossing. Sonic the Hedgehog. No, yeah, it's you know, like. Things. It's literally like, yeah, like this speed. I'm sorry, I'm not doing his arms slowly enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, wait. So uh, the other thing is the movie. I think the script of the movie would have been fine even with the terrible um, original. Yeah, it would have been much more difficult to watch. Yeah, it would have been more difficult to watch, but like script. If you close the, your eyes. Yeah. Um, and then, however, Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik is amazing. He is- See, they cast him, and I was like, I was like, oh, no, wait a second. He's it, so, so good. good. It's so good. You know what my favorite part of that whole movie is? Pin yourself to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> he tells his henchman to pin himself to the wall like this. And then proceeds to yell at him as if he were doing it himself. <laughs> uh, yeah, he has really good burns, I like throughout the movie. Exercise and like planning sometimes when he's like researching. Yeah. Oh, he he clearly did research on this, like to get accurate and effective burns. Also, I thought James Marsden and his wife in the movie were incredible. I thought they were really well done. I thought. The casting was great. And what's clever about it is uh, his wife was a veterinarian. He was a cop. She's a vet. So when Sonic gets hurt... These are the people that like he teams up with? Yeah, whatever. these, are, these okay. are the people who he teams up with. When Sonic gets hurt, he just takes him to his wife. I will say, there was a... Why did... did it Was it ever established why the sister hated James Marsden's character? Because she's divorced, and divorced people want marriages to fail. Okay. That was, uh, that was Abby's, uh, she... That's a good assessment, but, like, I feel like it was never established. She just kept saying, that boy is trouble. Yeah, no, he never specifically did anything against her that we know. No. I mean, he did tie her up, but that was justified. And that was also well after she wanted to break up their marriage. Yeah, like, she wanted to break up their marriage, like, from the get-go. She was... Like, their movie should be closer to her, too. And then he brings Sonic in, and, like, the government is like, this is a wanted felon, and she uh, is like, oh, like, I'm calling the cops, and, uh, like, 
James Marsden and his wife and the daughter of the sister are all like, nope, you're not calling the cops. And they tie her up. And then they steal her car. And then they steal her car. And and the daughter gives Sonic her Pumas. And it's really cute. What the okay. half is fucking in this movie? <laughs> okay, and okay. At, the, at the end of the movie, at the end of the movie, um, the daughter of the sister who's tied up is just right. running around her house going, gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. I don't know. No, and then my favorite my favorite part of that, too, is, is all the sister says is, can you at least put on mommy's Fitbit? Can you at least get some steps in for the day for me? Uh, but yeah, Jim, Jim Carrey's I'm, amazing. I'm uh, more interested in the tribe of echidnas. Is yeah. that ever, is that like post-credits, uh, or is it like... Yes! Okay, okay, okay. It's well, like the beginning. Beginning of the film. Yeah, but it's gonna come back. Okay, okay, okay. So, here's the, like, like, too long, didn't watch of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sonic is a baby on Sonic World. Is it yeah. like a different plane of existence, or yes. is it like yeah. another there's planet? A, there's a, a multiverse, well, and he travels between them. It's a different planet. Yeah. It's at least a different planet. So he is being taken care of by this wise elderly owl who and dies apparently, immediately. Apparently, the owl is not actually from any of the games no. at all, and it's not an original character, which is fine because of yeah. stuff like yeah, that happens no, in the Actual, actual comic, interesting comic facts aside. The Sonic the Hedgehog origin story is fucking wild. Holy oh, shit, it's wild. Yeah. It's bonkers. Are we oh, talking man. about the Sonic Bible or from uh the like the comic books? From original comics. Okay. The Sonic okay, the Hedgehog so not the Sonic comic. Bible one. Because the Sonic Bible one is also wild. I've not read this. What's this? Wait, what's the Sonic Bible? I, I you should, you well, should just, just send watch. you a video. We'll just send Does it have to do with the Mobians? No. Okay, no. no then the, the comic he's version he's is way. No, no, no. This one's like Uncanny Valley. Like he's a real hedgehog from Kansas. Oh no! No, no, no! And no. His dad the, the comic, dies, and the then comic. they get poisoned with like sludge. No, it's, the comic one have is. We didn't have to send you the. Out there is. The comics one. Okay, is okay, weird. okay. So it's wild. The the Longclaw, pr- Professor Longclaw or whatever her name is, um, is raising Sonic and is like, "You have so much power. We must hide you." And then as she finishes saying that sentence, she gets shot in the like chest by an echidna arrow. Um, and then she's like, "Sonic, take this bag of rings. These are your most valuable possession." And then. She, like, shows him that, like, the rings create portals, so he jumps through the portal and is like, Whoa, Claude, no! And then he lives in Green Hills, Montana for the remainder of his days, and then... Green Hills, Montana, real place. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Is it? Maybe? If Green Hills, Montana is is on is in Montana. Like, our Montana. So, so, is there a place in Michigan called Chemical Zone? That was real bad. That was really bad. Um... So, uh, so Casino Night has to be in Nevada. Uh, Green Hills, um, Montana is a real place. Cool. Near, near Bozeman. Okay, so the Casino Night stage takes place in Nevada. 
what what's the other one I'm thinking of? Um, the uh, fuck, I can't think of it. Whatever. Anyway, not the point. Not the not the point. So he grows up in Green Hills, Montana, and he like people watches, and he develops nicknames for all these people, including the big cop in town, James Marston, who he calls Donut Lord. So when he talks to donuts and like gives gives like he like he makes donuts his like deputies and stuff. It's very cute. There's a whole little like montage of him like doing nothing (laughs) and like talking to a donut with like paper clippings. Yeah, he's a he's a like helping ducks cross the road. Like he's the sheriff. And and Wade, his his uh, second in command, is a complete dunce. Um, so, Sonic is watching a kids' baseball game, like in town, and he's like, "Is he like in disguise, or is he no, like?" He's just hiding. No, he's just really fast, so like you know, people don't notice him, and he's got he's gotten no, used to hiding. There's one man who knows he's there. Oh, he's Crazy a- Carl. Yeah. He's and they, man, oh my God! They there. used the Sonic drawing. They used the drawing of Sonic, and that's what Crazy Carl draws. <laughs> Do they really? Yes! He's like, it's the blue devil! It's the blue devil! (laughs) I know you're out there, blue devil! It's great. So, this movie is the internet. Yeah. Like, this movie is what happens when the internet, like, becomes sentient. So, he's watching this kid's baseball game, and he watches how much fun these kids are having together, and he's like, I want to have fun. So, when everybody goes home, he... Like, plays plays baseball baseball with himself. And then he gets so sad because there's no one there to high-five him. He starts running faces. Part of what? Okay, so part of his whole, like, being an isolation thing is, like, when he was a kid, he was being hunted for his power by the echidnas. Um, And Longclaw was like, you shouldn't show off your powers anywhere, you have to be in hiding because someone is always going to want to take it from you. Someone yeah. is always going to hunt you and try and take this from you. Which and so he's been, he's been world hopping. Like, he has a list of, like, planets that he's visited um, that he can't go to anymore because his he, like, used his Let's powers and people found him. And so he's been in Green Hills for the longest amount of time without being discovered. Um, but then, as he's playing this baseball game and gets sad, like, uh, it seems like his powers are tied a little bit to emotion. Like, mm-hmm. he, he can always run fast, but, like, when he has, like, the crazy surges of energy. And when he has, like, determination and, like, strong emotions, they surge. Um, yeah, and so he sets off, like, this EMP that wipes out, uh, like, all the electricity in the, yeah. On it's the, like the tri-state area, pretty much. Yeah, and so that is what has the government call in Dr. Dr. Rob- Okay, so Dr. Robotnik was, he was, like, he's just... He's just a normal guy. He's a normal, well, like, he's a normal guy. He's, like, a, a highly intelligent, six but PhD eccentric, six PhDs guy. Okay. And they're like, you have to find this and utilize this technology. Because it, it's probably, like, bombs or, like, nuclear energy or something. There's something wild happening in this town. Find it. So... Sonic, now panicking because Dr. Robotnik's robots are after him, goes to his favorite human in Green Hills, Donut Lord, James Marsden. And, and originally he was just going to his house, to his shed, to like throw a ring and work to a new uh, zone. 
or like a new realm planet whatever to escape um yeah. but james morrison surprises him and shoots him with a dark gun with like oh, a dark tranquilizer dark. done yeah which his it. wife has because she's a, a vet okay and he uses they pair up because he has he like loses uh he loses his bag of rings oh because because that eggs are like gel of the tranquilizer we, we skipped we skipped how he lost the rings which is funny and important so james Morrison's character is thinking about going to san francisco and transferring to the to the sfpd and be, gonna be a street cop and he's wearing a san francisco t-shirt because he just got his acceptance pending approval and sonic as he's like unconscious from the like going unconscious from the trank gun he throws the ring hoping to jump through the portal but instead it lands on the floor and it's he he goes to san francisco in his brain because he can go wherever he can imagine so he jumps to san francisco and he trips and falls and the bag of rings falls onto on top of the trans uh the trans americans uh building right one of the massive buildings in San Francisco. So now they have to pair up to go get the bag of rings back from the, t the top of the building. But Sonic doesn't know where San Francisco is. Which is kind of some BS movie logic. Because he's been, he's been like hiding. Because he so. could follow road signs or a map. Good. Or get a phone. Look, there are a lot of those like what BS movie logic. What the half is fucking in this movie? Great. So they team up. Uh, there's a bar fight. Um, Dr. Robotnik has a lot of sexual tension with his henchmen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> we didn't notice any. Oh, my friends and I noticed it. <laughs> um, I mean, like, I don't think there's any... I don't think Dr. Robotnik had any feelings towards him. Like his henchman his henchman might have. It was more of like a it was more of like a Dom sub relationship. <laughs> <laughs> With Robotnik. This is a kids movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he did ask his henchman to pin him to the wall and his henchman immediately did it. <laughs> what the fuck? So then uh, Robotnik is, like, on to them. Uh, oh, and Tom, James Morrison's character, has been deemed a, like, important, like, a person of interest and, like, a federal, uh... Actually. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's, like, all over the news. He's uh, all over the news. Because he punched Dr. Robotnik. But um, weirdly, they never, like, he never has a line saying, like, well, I guess that the background check is not going to work. Yeah, they didn't even mention that. Like, he didn't even say, like, oh, I guess I'm fucked, like. Well, it's all, it's all taken care of by the, the government in the end. They're, like. It uh, is. You yeah, know, they just, they purge Dr. Robotnik from their records and everything. Once right. Appears. But, so, they get to San Francisco, uh, the sister keeps telling keeps telling James Morrison's wife to divorce him. They steal her car. Sonic gets new shoes. Um, and they go to the Trans-American building. They somehow feel the need to break in, despite the fact that I know Sonic could just, like, run up the side of the building. 
uh, and do it that way. But they instead broke in and got on the roof. And they get the rings back. And then Robotnik, like, you know, in, in, engulfs them in, with his robots. And Sonic's like, oh, I have a brilliant idea. Like, no one can no. move faster than I am. Oh, also, at some point, Sonic dropped a quill. This is important. Sonic dropped a quill, and then Robotnik confiscated it from uh, James Marsden's character, who found it, and then was able to utilize it to unlock Sonic's speed powers. And that's relevant... Oh, like a hedgehog quill. I think you meant, like, yeah. a writing quill. I was like, what the no, fuck? No, 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 like a hedgehog quill. And that's important because Sonic is like, I've got time, no one's as fast as I am. But Robotnik is now as fast as he is. Robotnik, actual Dr. Robotnik's character? Yes. Well, yes. no, he's in, he's in a, a ship, and he, the ship is powered by Sonic's, like, the quill that he had, um, and using Still like, weird. speed force, basically. Yeah, it's so weird, but now it's more of a battle, and he, like, so Sonic, like, pushes James Marsden and his wife off of the building, and then creates a portal back to Green Hills, and then Sonic runs around and then we come back to, so this is actually the moment in the beginning of the movie where he's like, I bet you're wondering how I got here. He's like, let's see how the rest of this plays out. And you're just like, yeah, Sonic, you didn't have to remind me that you said that at the beginning of the movie. Anyway, um, <laughs> they end up back in Green Hills and Sonic is like, the power of friendship or something. And send Robotnik back to oh and he's been talking about this like the next location the next plane of existence he was going to go to was this terrible mushroom kingdom um it was one of the last places he hadn't visited yet yeah and he, he said yeah. mushroom kingdom yes. I say the mush it was an it's a mushroom of planet a planet of mushrooms yes it makes me think Mario okay it's you Mario. say mushroom kingdom and I'm like there's gonna be a live-action Mario crossover. We made we made we made lots of we made lots of Mushroom Kingdom. Don't worry, Mushroom Kingdom jokes. Um, so he sends Robotnik to the Mushroom Kingdom, and they're like, "Yay, we won!" And then Robotnik's like, starting to turn into an egg, and he's like, "I'm going to get back. If anyone can do it, I can. I still hold the power." Because he still has the quill. But he's like starting to get round. Oh, like Dr. Eggman. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the so he gets the moniker Dr. Eggman from Sonic in the movie because all of his drones are kind of like egg shaped. Like yeah, they're, they're just, all like white and egg shaped. Yeah. Yeah. And then they have they have like missiles, they have compartments that you know break off of them with missiles and like wings and stuff for propulsion. Um, he's like, okay, Eggman. Yeah. Okay. Um, the rings okay. never become a MacGuffin. No, nope. never. Yeah, uh, Robotnik is never like, Hey, those rings create portals to another world. Maybe that should be my new focus, or at least yeah. a secondary focus. That never happens. Never happens. Yeah, uh, so just Sonic, must... Sonic wins the fight by sending, like, they, they open the portal to the Mushroom Kingdom, they send Robotnik through, um, and the government wipes him from his memories. Really, yeah, so the movie, like, one of the ending points is that he's, Dr. Robotnik is still there, and, like, his, you know, mustache is... Is the wild has grown. Eggman. He, like, shaved his hair so that he looks more like the, you know, classic Dr. Eggman. Um, 
the U.S. government says thanks. Uh, Dr. Robotnik never existed, and they basically kind of clear James Marsden's character's record um, for, you know, they're like, this never, none of this ever happened, um, and they're like, are you still in contact with the uh, creature thing? And they're like, nope, um, and he's just in their house, um, and the government's like, they okay. They gave him a race car bed. Yeah, it's they just really they cute. kind of fall under the rug. The government's like, mm, we... Oh, and Tom learns, like, you don't need to go to San Francisco. Yeah, all like, of your friends oh, are here. Yeah. They, yeah. And now they just have this roommate who's Sonic. Yeah. Also... And that game, my roommate Sonic, which is... <laughs> then, uh, at the very, very, very <laughs> end... Post credits? Yeah. Tails, like actual yeah. Tails the Fox with two tails? Tails the he Fox with up. two and tails. And he has like a scanner, like looking for Sonic, and he's like, he's here. And then he like takes off with his two tails and propellers away. And that's Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, so I'm going to go back to what I originally said. Knuckles isn't in this movie. I don't care. <laughs> Not officially. Not officially, but the Echidna are in the movie. Sonic. So it is shown that they exist in this universe. So it's not entirely impossible for Knuckles to show up in the next movie. Or the Chaos Emeralds. Or the Chaos Emeralds. <clears throat> Different than the Green Emeralds that Knuckles has to protect. Yes, the mask. I know way too much about the the... Sonic mythos. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So the movie was enjoyable. I had a great time. Also, weirdly, despite the fact that I saw it opening weekend, it was just four of us in the theater. We also had a fairly because, because next door they started a movie like ten minutes before our showing. That movie theater was full. Ours was completely empty. So the four of us just got to like shout and like hang out and like be friends and like enjoy a private screening of Sonic the Hedgehog. Well yeah, there was something about it made like fifty-eight million dollars opening weekend. Like, yeah. Opening weekend, which was, which was crazy for a video game movie. Yeah. The, yeah. the budget for the movie was ninety five million. So hopefully no, they, they, they already exceeded their yeah. budget? Oh wow. Nice. Yeah. Well that's great. That's, like, a first, because so many video game movies were made in Germany to exploit, like, <laughs> to exploit, like, weird legal loopholes where they could uh, not be taxed for, like, the revenue. Yeah. Yeah, there was, there was like, a weird, yeah, there was a weird law um, <laughs> that, I need to look into it again, but there's a weird law that uh, was made in Germany in, like... <coughs> Maybe like the early early twentieth century to promote, uh, to promote like the arts, and it was basically like your fails. Like the government will reimburse you for like the difference, and then that money is like not taxable or whatever. So people would make these movies intentionally bad. But, like, they would, you know, put them through the whole production process so that they could actually be like, oh, I made a movie. Guys, um, do you think that's how Cats happened? No. 
That's what's sad. That's what's sad. Is cats is a labor of love. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about cats. You've already brought it up. Okay, I also want to point out we've been talking about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie for like 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so. That's time you could have seen half the movie. Yeah. It's only 90 minutes. Yeah, movies that are only an hour and a half. Like, it's worth seeing. I would argue it's definitely. Also, they're re releasing the first Pokemon movie in like 3D animation. And I don't. That's going to be bonkers weird to look at. But it's like also shot, the first, shot all, Right, also the first Pokemon movie has, like, no plot. None. Like, at all. Not at all. I, I rewatched it, like, kind of re It was on, like, Netflix or somewhere. And I rewatched it, like, kind of recently. Like, within the last six months. And I was like, nothing is happening in this movie. Like, well, all these characters get planning on killing everyone and yeah. remaking okay so movies. like in the beginning Mewtwo escapes and he's like ah oh, I'm gonna take revenge on the humans and all these trainers get invited to this like mysterious island where they're gonna fight this like super strong trainer and then there's like a storm and only like five of them can get to the island um and then they get there and, it's the five like, that like are the main characters right and they get there and Mewtwo like fucks up their shit and then Ash punches Mewtwo, and Mewtwo kills him. Not, not he directly. Wanted to, he wanted to make clones of the strongest Pokemon to start right. off his army. His army. And then he was like, oh, wait. That his clones were stronger right. than the strongest. So basically, like, his mom shows up and is like, hey, stop this foolishness, Mewtwo. Yeah. And Mewtwo's like, okay. And then everyone, like, and then the tears of the Pokemon bring Ash back to life, and everyone lives happily ever after. And it's like, what? Also, very, very you know, weird. But all of that in 3D animation is going to be weird. Weird to look at. Yeah. Um, what no. is it? Pokemon, uh... Oh, yeah, Mew in that movie, he doesn't really have any, like, motivation. He's just kind of, like, he gets woken up, and he's like, huh? And then he just wants to Well, it's to like Rayquaza in the Deoxys movie. Rayquaza just, like, throws a hissy fit that entire movie. And is just, like, pissed off that Deoxys exists. Like, the entire, like, that's, that's like, literally the plot of Destiny Deoxys. Yeah, because Rayquaza's to kind of stop the world from ending. And Deoxys shows up, and he's like, you seem like a bad dude. But he doesn't chase. He doesn't like chase after Deoxys. Deoxys goes into hiding as the like sparkling light thing in the in the the um the indoor like rainforest place. Mm -hmm. And Rayquaza's just pissed. Like he's just fucking angry and like screaming. And everyone's like, "Whoa, whoa he's in a bad we've, mood." We've hit That's the it. extended not uh, the extended um the extent of my Pokemon knowledge here. Okay. See, but the, the Pokemon universe is contained. It doesn't try to, like, shoehorn in all this other bullshit. Like, shut up, Jacob. Pokeball. It's also not a lamp. <laughs> it's not a lamp. It's not a lamp. It's round. It's a tool. It's animated. It was red. It's a toy it's in the real world. It's gonna kill us. Um... It's not a lamp, though, for sure. It's not a lamp. 
It's specifically not the Pixar lamp, also not the Disney Aladdin lamp. It's a Pokeball. Okay, so uh, the side question to sort of like broil on uh, while we talk about the next thing, which will hopefully be much quicker because we have less extensive knowledge about it. Who is faster between Sonic and the Flash? And why? We'll come back to that. We'll come back yeah. to it. Don't, don't it. Okay. We'll come back to it. Uh, so the okay. other thing that we're going to talk about... Dana Fisher? Yes. I did not realize that the Sonic the Hedgehog fucker was going to take this long. But it has. Um, we so both have Dana, sad feelings. <laughs> so Dana Fisher, nine years old, makes day two at the Magic the Gathering. Yes! Grand Youngest female to win a cash prize. Actually, straight up youngest player. She's the youngest player to win. She was the youngest player, period. She is the youngest player to day two, and she is the youngest player to win cash. Yep. Okay. And she did it all. All the things I've said say say youngest. All the things I've read say youngest female. So I don't know why they're trying to push that so far. Because they don't want to acknowledge the fact that maybe a girl did it before a boy did. I'm pretty sure she is, I, I, everything I've read has said youngest player. Hmm. Point, yeah. she played modern, uh, black green elves, which... Dressed like Nissa. As she does, and, mm-hmm. which I don't know if any of you know this, but her deck is terrifying. It's so good. I play against it. It's very strong. And she has a really good side. She's the youngest magic player, yes. Yeah, and she she made day two last uh, when she was eight. Right, last year she made day two. Yes. I remember, but she didn't. She either didn't place or she didn't like do very well. She but she was well day two, yeah. Day two, which was her goal that year. Her goal that year was was to be the youngest player day, day two. Yeah, so she succeeded in by a stroke of luck and just being really fucking good. That's that's wild though. What would you do with three hundred dollars cash at nine years at old? At nine years old, ooh. Five magic cards. I mean, yeah, that's probably what she's gonna do. Or no, she's gonna she probably... for her sister. She like spent the money on her sister. That's cute. She has a Twitter page. Her youngest sister like wanted something. I I the article I read said that like her youngest sister like wanted something and she like bought it for her. A pony. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, like, she spent, she said she was going to spend the money on her family, because her family, like, always supported her, and I was like, <laughs> like, I was a little shit when I was nine, I would have bought, like, I don't know, fuck, I don't know what I wanted when I was nine, but I wouldn't have spent it on my family, that's for sure. Hundred bags of nerds. I mean, probably. It was probably going to be, like, candy or video games or something. Game yeah. Games. This is really cute. Her, so on her Twitter... Her pinned tweet right now is at MTG Austin. I set a world record by achieving my goal and becoming the youngest player to win cash for uh, cash at a GP. I ended 10 for one in 46th place. Peaked at 13th, eight and one at the end of the first day. Won the play, won the pay it forward play mat for the top female player, and now I have more GP day twos than my dad. Honored. Uh. And I think she she drew with her last per against the last person because they had a flight to catch like 
back home, and they just barely made it. So yeah. if they had played the match out, they would have missed their flight. Mm-hmm. Who who would have missed their flight? Uh, Dana and her dad. Yeah, Fishers. Dana Fisher and her dad. Also, she's going to DreamHacks this weekend. She's, like, one of the honored guests at DreamHacks in, like, Europe, which is... Like, I'm just so stoked for this little girl. Like, she knows what's up. And I've said this this before, and I don't remember what episode it was that we talked about Dana Fisher. It might have been the Magic episode, but... It probably was, yeah. It should have been, if it wasn't. But... That girl is, is going to shape the future of Magic the Gathering. Like, Damn like mark my words, like, I said it, like, she's going to shape the future of the game. I mean, I, I think... Years I, to come. In, in a similar way, like, like, there are so many, like, staples in the now, like, MTG world. I mean, like, players like Reed Duke and, and like, that, that style of play where they have a deck that they build and that they are known for. Or like Louis Scott Vargas, like they have their deck types. Or, um, oh shit! Dragon Master, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right, um, Eagler. Yeah. Yeah. And they yeah. have their decks that they're known for, right? Like Raid Duke will play Jund or Big Green Stompy, no matter what it takes. <laughs> Make <laughs> it just, work. Jund he's out. a Jund. He's a Jund rule Stompy boy, and he will he will live and die by that. Like Louis Scott Vargas is always gonna play. A spell slinger is it like is it Grixis kind of deck you know like Brian Keebler is uh, like well, Sarkon Brian Keebler was yeah he was Sarkon basically you know in just real a, life a real life Sarkon he just really really was really into dragons remember remember that one time when Brian Keebler went back in time and screwed up the timeline <laughs> We're doing that now. We real should life, real life Sarkon. Should, and this was one of the this was one of the points I wanted to touch on while the three of us were here. We need to have a friend of Claire and I's on the show, and the because he's been playing Magic like forever. And the four of us need to talk about the Magic: The Gathering universe, and it's fucking wild. It's so wow. cool though. Like I'm talking about, like going back. Like, yeah, like Dominaria, pre-mending. pre-Urza. Yeah, pre-mending, yeah. Into the beginning. Yeah. This is wild. Um, Yeah, we'll have Jacob do that voice the entire time. Uh, So, no, yeah, we should have have, uh, a Magic the Gathering lore episode, and it'll be like... I think it'll be more than one, yeah. It'll be four of us just being fucking complete nerds. For several hours straight, but like, I, I will say I, I'm I'm less familiar with old stuff. My my wheelhouse is very much the like, the like, Innistrad, Theros, Alara, Ixalan, Kaladesh. Right. Know, Eldraine. I mean, now. Theros forward, because that's when you started. Yeah, I started. I started right after Theros ended. So. And Jacob and I started in New Phyrexia, but I went back and like read a bunch of the shit because I was like, "This is fucking interesting." I've read a, I've read a bunch about Dominaria. When Dominaria came out, I was like, "Oh, it's the original Plane of Magic. I should probably like read about it." And then regretted it immediately because I was looking at the like, the like Magic Wiki this... pages, and they're just like so as tall as old. I am. 
in like four point right. font, like Yeah, there's there's a lot of content. A lot of content. The whole weather light stuff, like Okay, we're getting we're yeah. getting we're getting we're head first already in the rabbit hole. Let's back up. Yeah, let's back, back up. up. Everybody back up. That that should be an episode but that we get we all like sit down and do and I think it could be very enjoyable. Uh, the other thing oh. I wanted to mention, just so that we have like it as a matter of public record, is I was watching the Philip DeFranco show today, and I've been thinking about this like kind of for a little while. Uh, if you don't watch the Philip DeFranco show, definitely check it out. It's awesome. Um, I've been thinking about this like kind of for a while about social media, and we had the Jake and I had the episode about social media a little bit a little bit ago about social media like as tools for like the nerd community. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But a point that was made on the show today, and a point that I think we could possibly revisit in the future, is like social media burning people out of their own community. Like yes. when you're so, like, and Jacob, I think I, he's mentioned this at some point. I don't know if it was necessarily on air, but that. I think actually it was no, it was it was last week um, when we did the show or two weeks ago, whenever the last show was. Yeah, been two weeks. Ago. About me being like super engrossed in stuff, and like having this like deep, intense like knowledge of things, and it's lasted for a little while for a certain for certain things like Star Wars and so on. But like a lot of times when you like devote all of your energy to like just one thing you like you burn out of it very quickly yeah we i i think definitely like community burnouts like valid and and i think that we can talk about that too because i definitely like guys i play a lot of dnd not only do i play a lot of dnd i watch a lot of dnd being played and i've definitely had to take breaks so that's that that's that like that's that like this is revisiting the gatekeeping episode now. That's that like real nerd shit when you're like, oh, I watched the Avengers. I'm a nerd. It's like, no, no, no. I went to the Magic the Gathering Pro Tour as a fan. Yeah, no, like I watch. <laughs> that's like, that's like to me, that's that is the hard difference between like. I, I was asked this question once specifically in this way What is your nerdest? shit and my mm-hmm. my my answer to that of course was that i speak mandalorian um but that that question is like super profound now in my mind to see like like i i ask people now and is I it is it profound enough to add to the beginning quiz for your show yeah i think i think so especially might, because it's a nerd-based show I, I didn't think about that. So, so Jacob, so what is what is your nerdest shit? Well, quick, quick question though, because we just talked about gatekeeping, and then we were talking about like, hi, you're not a nerd, so like, no, I like, well, no, I no, no, it's not, it's not that I don't think that there are nerds, but like, there's, there's like, it's like there's like levels of like the how nerd you not, are. The I important think. thing is yeah, to yeah. not stop people I, from getting to the next no, level. like I am. I yeah. and because I was in that camp before, and we've talked about this on the gay episode where I was like, nah, fuck you, like, you don't know anything. Like, and now I'm like, no, let me 
you going to learn today? Like, what y'all know about You asked me one defense. question? Yeah. Like, you're you going to learn. Question. Yeah, you're going to learn. Like, Y'all know about them siege weapons. Like, yeah, I think it depends on the. I mean, I haven't encountered anyone like this, but I could. Im- I could imagine it, this isn't a a gatekeeping thing so much as like, uh, if you're more engrossed in certain communities, if someone's new to the community and they were acting like they knew everything about it, that would be frustrating. It is frustrating. Uh, you go learn today. I will, I will tell you as someone who plays magic and gets regularly gatekeeped in that way having like a new player who's played for like a set come in and tell me like you're not playing the right cards which holy shit i have never seen it but i want to see you do that to someone so bad like oh man i want to see it so bad and it's the little like it's the little bit in me that's like oh i'm so proud but it's also the little bit in me that knows that you're like vicious and like we'll kill someone, and they're like, ah, like be terrified of you instantly if you do that to someone. So like both of those like horrible things about me are like, I need to see this happen. Yeah. Um, nerdist, nerdist thing. So, yeah. Uh, what's your nerdist shit, Jacob? I don't. I have. I, I mean... have two. Yeah. Like. Okay, so the first thing that I <laughs> I, I thought of two things. One, just because it's something recent, and the other is more, uh, more like long term. But I, um, the amount of times that I reference Power Rangers. You do okay. know a lot about the Power Rangers. I talk, I talk about Power Rangers a lot. Uh, just because. Okay. Uh, just a lot of respect for storytelling decisions made in some of the the early uh, seasons. Um, the okay. other the other nerd thing that's more recent is um, because I'm running a campaign. Uh, I was listening to, and it's it's supposed to be Mimi, and there's supposed to be like internet things coming to life and like just silly shenanigans going on. Um, in addition, so you're to, running like, the Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, the D and D game. In addition to more serious themes that I'm planning on like tinkering around with, um, but like uh, using using the silly things as like a, a vehicle, a vehicle to, to drive yeah. the seriousness. Um, however, I was I was listening to the song "The Devil Went Down to Georgia" the other day while I was driving in my car, and I was like, "Oh, it would be so fun if I actually had like the character Johnny from this song as a character." Who would like summon devils and then challenge them to fiddling competitions? No, he's totally like a warlock, like a warlock. Bard. He's a bard, like. Oh, he's a he's a bard with like demon summoning. Johnny has to be a bard. If yeah. Johnny from the Devil Went Down to Georgia, this is another conversation I never thought we would have. <laughs> if Johnny from the Devil Went Down to Georgia was a D and D character, he would be a chaotic, neutral bard. Yeah, chaotic good, bro. maybe chaotic good. Now my name is Johnny, and it may be a sin. Okay, Cotton <laughs> um, Joe. Right? No, but but see, see, yeah. Johnny should have just Johnny should have just looked at that and like weird flex. Oh, where did he come from? Where did he go? He would be a rogue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, okay. So the other thing was, I was thinking like having him 
another thing that I've wanted uh, since ever since I saw it was someone made like a character sheet for an uh, a set an animated armor full of bees. Yeah, and so I want. That. I want Johnny from. I think from we're all part of that D and D group on Facebook, but none of us yeah. want to mention. Like, none of us want to admit to the other that we're part of it. I mean, I follow a lot of D and D blogs on Tumblr, so I think they all kind of source from the same areas. Okay, so I want Johnny and the animated armor full of bees to be in like a party together. Uh huh. And like, you should have your party the, encounter a party. Oh yeah, they're party. going. So like Johnny, Joe, the rogue, yeah. the bees armor. Yeah, Cotton Eye Joe. And the bees armor is going to be the voice of reason. <laughs> like you really should stop summoning temples. <laughs> and then Abby like, added that. Joe, um, stop stealing everyone's wife. The, uh, they could make a uh, um, the uh, what's it called the um, wild shaped druid. Who wild shapes into a frog? No, no. They already you fought have that boy. It, it was a bullywug. It was a bullywug on a unicycle. Did they fight him? Did they win? Yeah, they did. Oh, they shit, did beat him. They they killed that boy. Yes. You oh, got shit, knuckles. Uh, not yet. Um, yeah. Although I was thinking of mixing about... the and the armor full of bees because they were looking for their queen. Oh, a, um, uh, uh, what's it, uh, not a, potions, um, a, uh, chemist is not the right- An alchemist? Alchemist, thank you. An alchemist, uh, that uses Tide Pods. Ooh, yeah! Um, and then Abby you added that party. Party, yeah. the party should also include a very, a very grumpy tabaxi. Yes, yes. Jumpy Tabaxi. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. I think you should do a separate cat party because you could also have Keyboard Cat, the bard. Ah, uh, yes. That's true. And Nancat, the... Uh, and Nancat, uh, what would it Wizard? Probably. Wizard? I was thinking Wiz it would just be a familiar for someone. Also valid. But I, I like that, but, like, imagine, like, a wizard... Who, who, who casts fly on itself with color spray and turns into a pop tart? <laughs> I don't uh, seeming. We are wildly off topic. Um, so, anyways, those are, yeah, those, so, are my, those are my nerd. That's nerd pretty. Type. That's pretty hard nerd. Um, yeah. I think mine. Mine is. I mean, first of all, in the year of our Lord 2020, I am playing an advanced Dungeons and Dragons Second Edition campaign. Okay, I was like, where the fuck is this sentence going? I am playing... I know Claire's nerd as shit is she knows way too much about classical music. At the end. She, yeah, well, yeah, that's a given. Uh, and it's... I mean, your whole family, her, her whole family knows... So, has a Rolodex of knowledge about all classical music. It's very impressive and admirable. Um, I think the... I mean, the other... The close second for me in, like, my nerdist stuff is I run a Magic the Gathering campaign that's not set in the world of Ravnica, like the book that came out. I am writing my own campaign, and my- I'm basically writing Magic the Gathering fanfiction, 
in the form of Dungeons and Dragons. Fair. Uh, and I was like sort of going off on reading, writing, speaking Mandalorian as like my nerdist thing, but I don't know that it is. I mean, no, it might be. It is. It's a con it's I think I think Most anyone who can speak a con language is yeah. Con, I think anyone who can learn a con lang that's like gonna be your nerdiest shit. So that's that's more nerd shit than knowing and being able to recognize within the established canon and the formerly established canon the lightsaber forms. Mm. My nerd shit is definitely connected to Star Wars. Like well, yeah. yeah. Hands down. Without a doubt, it's connected to Star Wars. But any, Jacob and I spoke a little bit at length about the about the lightsaber forms. Anything uh, I will say this: any any nerd knowledge that goes outside the realm of normal uh, arts interest, as far as like, so us writing like writing a D and D campaign is really nerdy. But there's enough people who do it that it's not like the like absolute. Like, it's it doesn't the flavor you add to it, right? It's yeah. it's the fact that you're doing a meme-based campaign. It's the fact that I'm doing not only a Magic the Gathering campaign. It's not the antithesis of your nerdist shit. Yeah. Because people, it's, it's people whatever like, specific about that that is uh -huh. the nerdist shit. Yeah, which yeah. is also people why I bring up... It's not the fact that I'm in a Dungeons & Dragons campaign. It's also the fact that I'm in an advanced Dungeons & Dragons 2nd edition campaign which is arguably one of the clunkiest systems. It is, it's, no, don't argue. It is the clunkiest system. What is Thacko? Who is she? We still don't know. We stopped using her because she's so complicated. We just now use pluses and normal AC like you do in 5e. It, it took some convincing uh, for our DM, but we've just added pluses because it's so hard to convince normal people that, like, you have to add and then subtract to add again. It's like... Math. Jacob, yeah. what were you going to say? Uh, oh, I was just going to say that, like, uh, you know, writing and doing art and other... Those are pretty... Those have become staples of a lot of fandoms. And so, while they are nerdy, they're not, like... They've, be they've become pretty common. And so I think you recognizing the lightsaber forms and speaking Mandalorian are uncommon enough. Yeah. Like, uh, My Mandalorian has gotten super rusty, though, because I have no one to speak it with. So one of y'all needs to yeah. get on that shit. Uh, I'm just I, do wonder, I do wonder about, like... What if we had a uh, show in Mandalorian? <laughs> three people would watch it. Um, it would be the three of us. <laughs> you think I would watch it? <laughs> no. Um, people who speak Klingon and, like, Elvish... Sindar, so, yeah. yeah. I do wonder, like, those are Valerian. still pretty, those are still pretty nerdy, but, like... Valerian's not a complete yeah, language. Common, are they less nerdy? I don't think so. Because I, I've i heard people speak Klingon, and it is impressive. I've yeah. heard people speak Sindarin. Uh, yeah. Elvish and her husband speak Sindarin to each other. Yeah. I, I think I think if you are willing to sit down and learn a con lang in which no one else speaks it very often, I think that is incredibly nerdy and admirable. I am a big fan of con I love watching like con lang videos and like watching people break down con langs because I think it's 
constructed languages, in case anyone out there does not know what a conlang is. Constructed languages. Because I think there's a lot of people who do not know what that is. That's why, yeah, that's why constructed languages, which is any language that was created for a an artistic endeavor. Right. Such as Klingon or Valyrian, Valyrian or Mandalorian. Valyrian, Valyrian like Dothraki, is not a full language. It's which not is a really full language. unfortunate because I really did want to learn Dothraki because it sounds angry as shit. Because it's it a very is... angry language. But um, neither of them are complete. Languages now. That's the weird thing about Mandalorian is it's just complete enough that you could consider it a language. It has the like the the tenets of like yeah. like it has enough structure that you could stop that you could um you could write a book in it, I think, um, and you could you could speak it in a within a society. But it's not it's not as complete as or it it is I mean it's less complete than like a real language, um, but it is more complete than something like Dothraki or Valyrian or High Valyrian. If you want to get real technical, um, I think some okay then. So maybe like, uh, and maybe I shouldn't put a definition to this, but anything that requires additional memorization outside of your normal experience with the media is probably like where you're getting like peak nerd so the like the people who have all of the green lantern core uh like mottos memorized oh jesus or, oh, christ there's yeah, a lot of them have all of there's a lot of them i i have i have a friend who is that yeah he's that i have a friend who is Freddie, he's incredibly knowledgeable about all things DC. And that that's not just limited. I, I, and when I say like incredibly knowledgeable, I mean at the drop of a hat, you can you can mention a comic number and he will probably know what you're talking about and he will be able to tell you the plot of that specific comic book. Freddie is impressive when it comes to this stuff. And and he he know he had to brush up on his on his um Green Lantern mottos the, uh, recently because he realized he didn't remember the the I, indigo I one. He like he couldn't think of the indigo one. Okay, I think we found a guest for our comic episode, Jacob. Yeah, I can I can yeah. ask Freddie. Yeah, that would be great. Holy shit, Freddie is is. And it would just be Jacob and I going. <laughs> Freddie is super knowledgeable and he cares deeply about comic books. He's holy fuck. He's a cool dude. Okay. Um, wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, now I have to go after the other hosts that we've had, which not a lot, but we'll have to go after them, and yeah. I'll I'll go find out what their nerdist shit is. Is Abby still in the room, Jacob? No, she's asleep. Okay. What would, what, what would you? What would you? No, nah, she's. I mean, we know her nerd shit. It's classical. Oh music. yeah, classical music. What would you? What would you guess? Abby's nerdist shit is. I mean, she is studying librarian studies. Like, yeah. uh, library science. Um, yeah. Which is like already like base seven nerdy. Uh, what is. Let's see. I mean, she knows 
she knows the plot of most Buffy episodes by title. And she's only seen Yeah, like, I was gonna say, like if if like if it's not if it's not library science, it's definitely like Buffy. Um what else? Uh I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of like library science related stuff. Um I mean she she's not like constantly talking about the different organization systems. So it's so it's it's not like that. Does anyone else does like she, people does she she anything else to do? She's not like she's not like a geek about it. She doesn't evangelize. Let's get into the difference between the nor- nerd bleh, nerds, geeks, and dorks on a different episode because I feel very strongly about the differences, Jake, and I know well, and, people don't. Well, Jacob and I literally just talked about this the other night when we were playing Wavelength because there's a card that says geek versus dork, so we had to, and and who who was it? Lewis says Weird Al. Yeah. And you had to figure out, like, where he falls in the geek versus dork scale? I said he was more of a geek because he's so skilled, but it was Lewis but I think dork because... I think overall, I, I agreed with his overall, like, at the end of the day, like, where Al is a dork, not mm-hmm. a geek. However, he has geeky interests. Okay, we'll have to get into that later, because so that's, that's a wild have- ride four episodes planned um yeah don't worry yeah okay so mtg lore uh frank comics a geek dork nerd uh differences i guess qualifications yeah um okay so sonic the hedgehog versus the flash brenna go first because i know i think i know jacobs so I think I think based in canon, I'm gonna say we'll have to wrap this up pretty quick. I think I'm gonna say Flash. I think the Flash would be faster. Jacob, I'm pretty sure canonically the Flash should be faster because of like you can him vibrate through solid objects and him running like at the speed of the Green Lantern light uh like when they were shooting it out so that he could in the justice league unlimited cartoon or just yeah. like when he has to throw that thing into the sun to prevent it from exploding um right and like green lantern yeah. shooting out as his one does have something to run on um right as one i does. do i do wonder um there's i would need to look in the sonic the hedgehog movie uh, there's a scene where he runs from Green Hills, Montana to the Pacific Ocean and back in like a few seconds. Um, and I do wonder what that speed what is. What the actual speed is. Yeah. Wow. I think okay. being able to, I think, I think I would say canonically the Flash because if you can vibrate your molecules through solid objects, like I don't think that's something that, that Sonic, Sonic has ever done. Yeah. Has ever done or could ever do because he just runs fast. The Flash, like, is speed yeah Yeah. my question is what it would be really weird if you saw the flash like huddle up into a ball and then like (laughs) (laughs) screw attack attack someone uh more weird abilities is that he has learned he's learned to 
propel himself through the air a bit more uh with a bit more finesse than the flash yeah because the the flash like when he's like doing like tornadoes with his arms oh, right, right, right. Air, is not as you know not as skilled um but sonic is like on on the regular just like jumping into the air and then like zooming around at objects he's also okay. small he's more aerodynamic so yeah. someone actually calculated the 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 like something close to the mock speeds that they can hit. Sonic, according to his lore, could probably hit Mach 517.98. Hmm. The Flash okay. could probably hit The Flash runs faster than time. Hold on. He could probably hit point that Mach. I'm just gonna start saying numbers because I do not know how to say this properly. Mach two zero nine two one four seven one nine 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 eight point three two eight. So he wins. That was fifteen digits. Yes. Before he hit the decimal. Yes. It's a lot faster. Sorry. Jacob. Six. Okay, six is million. Nine is billion. Uh, twelve is trillion. Uh, fifteen is quadrillion. Then. So two hundred and nine quadrillion two hundred and fourteen trillion seven hundred and the flash can run circles around Sonic. That's what we'll say. Essentially. The the flash ran so fast that he circumvented the earth in a matter of nanoseconds just to punch Lex Luthor Brainiac in the face. Like Um, I mean he deserved it. He deserved it. The Flash is so fast, he could, like, get a toy of Sonic and, like, run around and punch Sonic. <laughs> like, and make it look like he was never there. Well, this has been an entertaining episode of the Doctor's Show. It's like, man, we did have a good discussion there for, like, ten minutes. We had, like, a solid, like, serious discussion, and now we're like, what is it? Flash runs it, you know, two quadrillion, whatever, like... Also, isn't, like, is it miles, miles, per, did miles per hour? Or mock. that's, like, the level mock. of mock? Mock. So, all that times 720 miles per hour. Holy fuck. That's fast. Gotta go fast! Yeah, so, Flash sees Sonic say, gotta go fast, and he's like, okay. I mean, and that's faster than, like, Pretty sure. That's yeah. that is way faster than the speed of light. Yeah. Gonna take a take a stab in the dark there. Because it's only three to the eighth meters per second. Three times ten to the eighth meters per second. Four. Yeah, so the flash is much faster than the speed of light. Like it makes the speed of light look like fucking slow. That's bonkers. Oh. Wow. Okay. Okay. Before my brain melts trying to do all this math. Um, yeah, hi, math. Final thoughts about the wedding or the Sonic the Hedgehog movie or anything that we talked about. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Thing, things, things you can say about the wedding. Your wedding, but also about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And about Dana Fisher There's becoming a- the youngest player to, to win money. There's an odd amount of Olive Garden product placement. No. 
By the way, uh, the day uh, after we went to, we saw Sonic the Hedgehog. There's a lot of green involved. There was a lot yeah. of green involved. A lot of green involved in general. Uh, the day after we saw <laughs> the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, we went to Olive Garden, and I wasn't as disappointed as I thought I would be. <laughs> oh no. They had a really good like watermelon margarita. Not sponsored. <laughs> but willing. If we make a Sonic the Hedgehog movie, we could get sponsored. But we only get fifty dollar gift cards from the government saying thank you. <laughs> yeah, we could we could each get a fifty dollar Have you tried the never ending possible? This has been a horrific and scarring episode of the Dr. Z show. This we will see you. you next time. Adios. Thanks for listening to the Dr. Z show. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us on Facebook or YouTube at the Dr. Z show through email at the Dr. Z show at gmail.com or on Twitter at the Dr. Z show one, the one like the number. And please leave a review if possible, on whatever listening platform you use. Thank you.